Fatma Rashid, Cloud and Co. Gelato store owner. How are you today? Good. Alhamdulillah. How are you, Shifa? Alhamdulillah. Fatma, even though we're roughly around the same age, whenever I see you, I feel like you're my little sister. Well, thank you for this comment. Thank you so much. Ole, it makes me happy to hear I look younger because yeah. always I can't believe I'm in my 30s. You know, it's not just about the looking young. I kid you look young, mashallah. It's, you have this quality of innocence about you, which I love. It's such a rare quality in the world today and we need more of it. Maybe because I have a five years old inside of me. I think we all do. <laughs> Fatma, it's nine o'clock on a Friday morning. If you were not here with us today, what would you be doing? Definitely sleeping. Definitely. Yeah, I would be so... Uh, I mean, I love to wake up in the morning and use the morning time because mm-hmm. it's my favorite time of the day. And I love the idea of being a morning person. But usually Friday, I'm struggling to wake up. But I mean, it's a well-deserved yeah. rest for you, Fatma. She has a full-time job and a newly store open. You need the rest, Fatma. True, true. That's where I have to... Uh, numb the guilt voice of not waking up. <laughs> it's okay. One day a week is fine. Fatma, thank you so much for um, giving us this space. Oh, thank you for choosing Cloud and Carl. Honestly, I fell in love with this place since the first time I saw it. That's I remember awesome. a year ago there was nothing here, just a pink wall and one chair. I was like, this place makes me feel all warm and fuzzy <laughs> in the inside. Nice. That, what was the goal of to be funky a bit and also just like uh, cozy cozy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fatma I want to go back to that family vacation in Italy all those years ago when you fell in love with pistachio gelato did My you ever flavor your fa- mine too uh, weirdly enough though I'm, I'm picking vanilla <laughs> <laughs> uh, vanilla I haven't tried it yet I need to try it um, did you ever think in your wildest dreams that that love for the pistachio could yeah. turn into a store? No, no, not at all. It was just after trying and making. And so many years after that, I thought, okay, maybe this can be, can be a store. So that family trip, which year was that? I don't remember, but I do remember searching it before 2013, I think. Okay. But I don't know when was it exactly. Okay, so just under 10 years. Yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fatma. Sorry, yeah, me too. Come on, let's dig in before this melts. Um, Fatma, tell me about the brand. Okay. I love the brand. I love the pink. I love the color. I love the staircases, the ladders, the bubble pool. Tell me what's your vision because everybody interprets a brand in their own way. What, right. What's your vision for Cloud & Co.? Uh, so it's a happy place, a place that you go to celebrate an occasion, mm, less so your good. mood. Um, and uh, when I started thinking of having my own business, the coming with the name was really hard. Mm-hmm. And um, many names were there. I just kept one note with whatever name that comes into mind. I'm just going to go and write it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one time I was hearing actually a podcast and... He mentioned something. I was like, whoa, that can be it. Like, what didn't I think about cloud as a name? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was speaking to one of my friends, uh, Shahal Khlaifi, and I told her, what do you think about naming the place as Puffy Cloud? And she said, depends. Who are you targeting? Uh, because More cl- teenagers, yes. I think. More kids, Puffy Cloud. So Shahal did put her artistic touch to the name and made it hip. 
by suggesting, why don't you go with the cloud and co? And I loved it immediately. I'm glad that you did. Yeah. Tell me, Fatma, about the, make, the making the impossible possible. Uh, Futura were the branding agency that we worked with. Uh, oh, okay, Futura, your branding agency. Yeah, they were based on Mexico. So um, during the idea of me, during the thinking that I want one day to open uh, a place, I was always searching blogs and looking into other uh, designs and uh, uh, places. So this uh, branding popped up and I saved it in my favorite. I said, okay, one day if I open a place, I'm going to work with them. Okay. Uh, initially, in the beginning, it was not the first place that we went to, but uh, uh, later on, we thought, okay, let's just contact them. Because for me, I thought, would they want to work with somebody outside Mexico? Like, I kind of created What some was kind your experience working with a brand outside of Doha, not having that one-on-one FaceTime? Uh, it wasn't that much yani, hard for me. I think the... Or maybe, yeah, maybe it was a lot of, uh, at the beginning, frustration of, okay, I changed my mind then, now that I remember it. There was a lot of frustration about miscommunications. Um, also, for me, that it took so long, like from 2013 when I went to the tr- first training, uh, until 2018. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of belt images of what's in the market. Mm-hmm. And working with them, they kind of translated the whole idea differently. Mm-hmm. That kind of shocked me mm. and took me time to accept what they proposed to me. Okay. Uh, so for them, when I mentioned the name Cloud & Co, they said, okay, let's do a bit of research of what you have in mind. And that's where the question came, like what kind of a song Cloud & Co would be listening to? What kind of... Um, Voice would the brand exactly. have? Exactly. So when I... What kind of, of friends would they have? Yeah, true. <laughs> if it was a person, who's, what a person it would be. Uh, to be honest with you, the only name pops in my mind right now is uh, Coldplay. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe because they're my favorite. But let's go and back to that phrase, Fatma, because I remember you telling me yeah. nothing is impossible. Yeah. Uh, they, they kind of came with two ideas. The first uh, idea was living in the cloud, Cloud9. And then the second idea was the dream of the artist uh, Asher. Yeah. And uh, that was like... Those impossible circuses. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it is where the impossible possible, like, is kind of uh, between reality and dreaming. Yeah. So uh, that's where the staircase comes into that you are, like, popping... One foot in the cloud. Yes, <laughs> like you're moving from one place to another. Like, the other, like, the edge of a stair is giving you a different reality. Is that a mantra that you apply to your life, making nothing is impossible? I'm making the impossible possible. <laughs> Being honest, Wallah, is challenging. Sometimes, um, sometimes it's hard for me to uh, like work by that belief. Uh, it's very challenging because inside of but me... But the first step is believing in it. Yes, Do you believe yes, it? Yes, 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 definitely. Uh, believing in it, uh, trusting it, and trusting that your hard work will, will give Pay results. Pay off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Fatma, you had this love for gelato and you wanted to know how to make it for yourself, for your family, for your friends. And so you go to Italy to study ice cream making or gelato making? Gelato making, yes. So uh, I found this, I mean, I was searching like courses for gelato making and the first one popped up was uh, Kirbijani University. Mm. So Kirbijani basically... And that's in Bologna, you told me, And Bologna, yes. 
So Cambridge basically is a manufacturer of the like, machines. Isn't that the dream, going to Italy yes. to learn ice cream making? And eating all the time gelato, like that's the dream for me. Uh, so uh, I went there, I decided to take two courses in one, which was the beginner and then the intermediate. Uh, and then came back home and I said, okay, now I've learned a bit, so let me just go ahead and search so, the places. So tell me about this two weeks in Italy. Did one of your family members go with you? Did you go alone? Yeah, my dad came with me for the first three days and then he said, okay, now <laughs> set you up, I can leave. Okay, So and the school is dedicated to gelato making only? Correct, only for people who are okay. uh, passionate about gelato and gelato making. Uh, they do one-to-one, they do group classes. And it's a, what, an all-day thing, eight to five, are we talking? Yeah, it's a full-day training. It's intense. Yeah, full-day yeah. training, all-day, kind of theoretical. And then the second part is uh, the hands-on. Like, and do you still remember everything that you learned there? Uh, some of the things, yeah, some of the things. Mostly I do remember the classroom was big and full. Yeah. And the, the students with you, were they Italians? Were they international? Oh, people from all across the world. There was a guy with me from Bahrain and people from Philippines. Oh, wow. People from Australia. Really good experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, good exposure. It was exposure. a big, big class. Yeah. Okay. So you took the time. You went and did this uh, two-week course. You come back. You develop your skills. I have a question for you. Somebody that wants to open a business, how important do you think it is for them to be, let's say, a master or a connoisseur of that product or service? Let's say, and I ask you this because, Fatma, I've had clients in the past, for example, they want to open coffee shops. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a trend over the last couple of years in Doha to open a coffee shop, but they don't know anything about coffee. They don't like coffee. They don't even drink coffee. So how important do you think that is? I think it's important that they have somebody at least that have a background or information about it because they need to know uh, what machines to buy, what kind of coffee to get, the drinks, the menu. Yeah. So part of the team is necessarily to be people who are uh, from that field. domain or field. Yeah. Because yeah? Yeah. I do understand maybe you are not the person who is... Um, who who knows about it? Yeah, but then you ha- you, you like have it. access. To oh, you it. have yeah. access to it. So yeah. uh, some kind of team that helps you through it is definitely required. What Fatma is saying is a keyword: team, teamwork. Yeah. You know, you may not necessarily be good in that thing, but you have access to people that can tell you about it. True. That you may have amazing business skills, right? right. You yeah. may have amazing marketing skills. Yeah. So you're going to have a wide range of skills to yeah, open that Yeah, definitely now what I can think of as my team, because when it comes to operation, I had zero knowledge. Yeah. And when we started, they kind of rolled in and take over yeah. and be in charge and know how to do stuff that I myself get to ask and learn from them. But you know, Fatma, what's really, really interesting about your story, you have a great team now, mashallah, and you've built them up over the last one year. But pretty much you did a lot by yourself from the beginning, from the get-go, when it comes to paperwork, when it comes to running around, when it comes to uh, research, marketing. I uh, paperwork. You, huh? I hate But you were doing it. You've done yeah. a lot by yourself. Yeah. That's, you should really be proud of yourself. <laughs> Going to the ministry was one of the 
hardest thing <laughs> for me. I don't know. Like all the time, I feel like, do I really have to go? Do I really have to go? <laughs> okay, Fatma. Anyone that's out there thinking about getting into the F&B industry, whether it's a home business, whether it's catering, whether it's a restaurant or a cafe, what would your advice be to them? Well, I'm very new myself. I've just opened for the last four months, uh, so there is a lot for me also learning. But for anyone who wants to start this. I'd say get as much information as you can, mm -hmm. whether it's asking your friends who owns businesses, reaching out to suppliers. Um, I mean, so get we're your talking about done. information about the process of starting the business or the procedures. Anything like how do I recruit people? Uh, what kind of machine do I want? What is the menu in my place? What kind of uh, Uh, will I operate morning and night? I mean, everything. I mean, definitely it's not going to be what you researched. Yeah. I mean, that's also something you need to keep in mind, which was challenging to me. You know what? What you're saying to me sounds so obvious, right? You're starting a project. For me, the number one place would be research. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how many people out there skip this step. I mean, it's really important. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things that after we like opened, we get to know, oh, we need that. Fatma, initially, when you had the idea for this business, I know that you were you had a plan to do it with a partner, with a friend, and then things changed. So anybody that's thinking of getting involved in a business with their friend, their best friend, any advice for them? She's still my, the business soul partner. Still, she's uh, one of my best friends. Love her so much. Um, I mean, we didn't like went into this for so long, but I think being able to understand each other and how much each one wants to add, like be involved. Yeah. Because sometimes it might be just a financial involvement. I think and a key thing is their time, how much time they yes, have, can they put into also, it. Also, yeah, true. Because that's what I'm saying. They might just want to involve financial, like I will put that much with you, take care of the rest. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be any part and of the, the decision making. those initial conversations, no one knows how much time the idea of time right. it's true, going to take. True, true, 100%. That was also shocking for me. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Uh, so definitely uh, understanding each other. Yep. And knowing what's the expectation of from yeah. uh, one another. I'm putting um, it in writing, I think yes. it's really important yes, just yeah. to be clear. True. Yeah. Um, because there is always decision to be made. And if they haven't agreed with one another, like, how is it going to be? Is it that we have to agree always? Yeah, Do we really, have to discuss? Really important. Really yeah. important. Okay. So you had this vision of a business a few years ago. Okay. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, businesswoman, owning your own store. <laughs> and the reality is the reality <laughs> now. What's, what's the difference in that vision and the reality? Uh, the reality is this is... This is tough. This is hard. Yeah. Uh, before opening, I would think, I would call some of my friends who have businesses and I'd be like, oh my God, you deserve to be awarded. How are you doing this? I'm struggling big time. And uh, I got to understand the background, the, the work that happens in the background. Mm -hmm. And I've done so much wrong assumptions like, yeah, I can manage the store and yeah, I can be in the kitchen. And then I discovered No, I can't do all the things by myself. Yeah. It has to be, you have to have your team. You have to uh, 
uh, dedicate people for each task and it's not easy and I'm still learning it's not easy till now for managing for a team as well yeah is that something that you did in your in your job in your full-time job no no I wasn't yeah. managing a team in my job but definitely <laughs> I need to learn a lot about that yeah I feel like I'm so I'm not doing well I feel it's a know. lifelong have journey. Maybe my team. <laughs> it's a lifelong journey, but man, it's learning. It never ends. Uh, what's the biggest challenge been in the last couple of years? Biggest challenge? You uh, had delays with the store opening, I remember. Construction. Oh, all the stories? Ah, that we the need a full one. day. <laughs> full day for the, all the stories. Uh, but, but that's where the growth is. Yeah, definitely. I had an issue with the first space because this was not my first space. And I was struggling to let go of the first place. It was also in Sheru. Uh, but then uh, uh, finally we had to because the electricity that was provided for that space was minimum than what we required. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things I didn't know that I need to check, for okay. example. And then uh, when we moved to this place, I kind of understood, well, trust God's plan. <laughs> yani, I mean, come on, we are on the main street. And it's such a perfect place. Uh, so we got challenges through recruitment was tough, yeah, hiring, yeah. you were with me, it yeah. was during COVID, no visas allowed, only from local. Uh, Still I mean, those challenges exist right yes, now. Yes, but recruitment was really tough for me. I kind of would not want to do that again. Oh, so no, no chance of moving to HR. <laughs> no, 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 not moving to HR. Um, and, uh, what else? Now I'm thinking about only recruitment in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, that was all right. But what's your biggest learning? So those were the challenge. What's the biggest learning that you've had? Uh, be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Yeah. And it's Hugely hard. underestimated. And value. it's hard to be patient because you're always seeing people moving around. Mm -hmm. And you just will feel like, why am I not in the same pace? Mm -hmm. But then you have to ground yourself and be like, I've just started. I'm just learning it step by step have you got better at doing that uh, reminding myself as much as yeah. i can yeah. yes yeah. yes yeah. uh i mean one of the things that uh i keep writing down because journaling help and it's just run your own marathon it's fine. absolutely and i love running so i kind of relate well, you just started let's <laughs> yes. see how long that lasts <laughs> very much 5k i think she's signing up for a 5k full <laughs> Skipping 5 and 10 and 21, going full. <laughs> Good luck, inshallah. Um, on the days where it's really, really hard, on the days that you're tired and you want to keep give up, what keeps you going? Uh, people around me. Yeah. Family, friends, the team? Yeah, every, everything. People around me keep me motivated. Sometimes I come to the shop, the team would ask about stuff and I can I feel like I can't disappoint them. And sometimes I'd be around the friends and they would say something beautiful about the place and it just left me up. Sometimes just coming here and sitting and seeing people eating the gelato yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Seeing kids playing in the what did you call it? Bubble pool? Bubble pool. Yeah, bubble pool makes me happy. So it kind of Anyone who is so close to me would make me feel like you can't let this go now. Yeah. You have just to, you've just started. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, okay, you mentioned HR was a challenge for you. What do you still feel like you need to learn? Which area do you feel, still feel you need to grow in? Managing. Management. Managing. 
and uh, time, time managing and managing, all the managing, yeah. <laughs> all the part no, of managing. No, but it's true, you know, management, I really believe to have a successful life, regardless of what you do, where you work, you need to be a good manager. Yeah. You need to manage your time, you need to manage your emotions, your nutrition, your oh, energy. Emotions. Yeah, this is to, to be successful and be happy in life, you need to be a good manager. Yeah. Learning it, to yeah. be honest with you, especially when you said time. I relate to time but the because good thing, I'm struggling with time all the time. Yeah, <laughs> That seems like a lot of time. In the sense. I've been talking but, a lot about this on yeah. Instagram, and I think that we need to also see time is matter, time is energy. So it's really important to have a good relationship with time. So the more we say, I'm busy, I'm stressed, I don't have time, the more we create that lack and have less time. So I think it's really important the way we, we look at time as well, you know? It's about having a good relationship with time. Well, I'm trying to learn that, to be honest with you. Scheduling, planning, writing ta task lists, uh, checking them makes me happy, like, done. Yeah. Uh, that's energy. Doing things is good. It kind of keeps you going. Yeah. Uh, I keep telling myself, if you drag it, it's just going to be like a mountain piling up, just... Don't drag it. And do it. Just do, do it. it. Yeah. Yes. Cross it off. And kind of, to be honest with you, uh, not easy with all the distraction that we live with. It's true. We live in a world of distraction. Absolutely. Fatma, okay, opening, you've been open four months now. What's next for Cloud & Co? Do we see collaborations coming up? Do we see Inshallah, news? we have one soon. Yeah. With a very excited uh, brand and person that I love, and she's been inspiring me for a long time. And I'm happy. Can't wait. I will watch yes. this space. Yeah. Fatma, thank you so much for your time. Thank you much for love, choosing much me to be appreciation. Part of the who because I know that you're so busy. So thank you so much, Fatma. Thank you. It was hard when you told me it's going to be at 9 a.m. Are you okay? And I said, Yeah, 9 a.m. I'm going to be okay. Today morning, my alarm goes at 7. I'm like, Oh my God. I and you were here that. at 9 with a fresh, glowy face. Mashallah. <laughs> yeah, thank, you, Fatma. Thank, thank you, Fatma. Thank you. I hope you loved listening to Fatma's journey as much as I've loved witnessing it over the last one year. And we'll see you next week when we sit down with another female business entrepreneur who did it.